Messy Mon- Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. My Facebook about the straws. No, you were distraught when there was no straws in What? I've had this conversation with you before. Yeah. I drink more water because of my straw. I get that. A lot of people feel that way. So I have water bottles with straws already embedded in them. You can't go anywhere in Seattle and not get a straw. It is so difficult to find a straw in Seattle. Well, I mean, there's a few bars now that I really do not... I know God forgive me for not being all the way green, but I can't stand it when I go to a bar and they don't give me a straw. Like, it bothers me. Me too. And I think we're accustomed to it maybe, but it irritates me. And literally when I'm about to ask for a straw, I go to myself, oh, I live in Seattle. Me and my friends just drink right. And out I the can't cup. stand the paper straws. I'm not even gonna lie. I can't stand them. Are the worst. How do they do that in the 70s? I don't understand. I don't know. There's a lot of pressure to drink things fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yo, this is like getting destroyed in my fingers right now. Like this you is know, terrible. that is a great business model right there because you know why? Who's making more money? The paper company. Oh. Okay, and the pop company from back and the, in the pop, day? yeah, they're just and whatever event or party you're at, you're gonna end up buying more because you finish your drink so quickly. Yeah, I guess. Right? I mean, I think it's cute, like for like baby showers, but like not for like no, my night they're out. Not, they're not efficient. There's nothing about them. And no, people, I am not purchasing one of those carry in your your purse straws. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> Everyone starts sending me those. By the way, unless you're buying it for me, because I'm not purchasing it. I'm just going to accept it as gifts. I mean, I guess it's going to get to the point that we will have to purchase our own straws in life. Honestly, it's going to get there. It's going to fucking get there. I already raided the Walmart and got like two packs of 100 straws in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> just in case the apocalypse hits and y'all decide <laughs> to get rid of it everywhere and anywhere. Okay? That's hilarious. So that's how I see it. Okay, now now that we know that you're also gonna be hoarding straws, bitch. We're gonna we're gonna definitely come to your fucking house if she happens. When the purge happens, I got straws. Just right. recall that. All By right. the way, oh, this is episode number forty four, Marley. Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because you send me some shit that does not say forty four. So I'm letting I'm you way know. off and way ahead of y'all. Yes, you are. I'm it's looking 44. into the future. You are. You living in the future, which is awesome. Living in the future. Actually, that's kind of scary. Living in the. I. I. What do you think the future really holds for us at times? What. Uh, what do I? I think the future is going to hold a lot of insensitive people. That. Um. I think we already got those. Right, but I think it's going to be worse, and then it's going to be a lot of self-made idiots. Explain to me, me. You know how I'm not, no no shade though, because if that shit happens for me or you, we are not going to be mad, but it's just like, <laughs> sometimes you just sit there and you're like, yo, this motherfucker's a millionaire? Like, word? Like, you are just like not smart at all, and it's like, Jesus Christ, like this is really what life has come to. Like, if enough people pay attention to you, that's enough to make you some money. Like, that's oh, wild. Yeah. That's wild. So, like, YouTubers. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I am not going to crucify myself on any platform <laughs> that gives people revenue because you never know in life. But what I'm saying is that there's examples of individuals that I see that are making a lot of income off of something that's not really skill-based. True. And so they're like, it's like almost being like one of those housewives who is at home all the time and all they know is take care of the child. And then when the husband leaves or like they separate or something like that, they have no skill set of how to actually make for themselves. So well, they, that, like, that's all happen, they know yeah. is their comfort. All they know is that comfort level of like, he took care of me. He took care of the bills. He took care of everything. And I just took care of kids. Or like when the kids grow up and leave or something like that, they don't well, have something no, to Right. Do. And it's like, I mean, I'm not saying it's not super hard to like be a full-time parent because oh, no, I of really course. think it's a difficult job, but it is kind of like a disadvantage because like if you have been raising kids for like the past 18 years, like you're, you're, you're not at the same speed of, as a person that's been working for the past 18 True. years. So yeah. it's like, it's a disadvantage in a sense because it's like, I can only imagine how difficult that transition is if a mother decides to you know do 18 years that's a long time that is a long time yeah that is and just babysitting alone is already stressful so i can imagine (laughs) what mothers go through 
on a regular basis. I mean, I get it. It's a lifestyle. I get it. It is. But I, I'm intrigued by what you say. Like, the future will have, what was it? A lot of, not, I don't say a lot of idiots, but <laughs> a lot of self-made yeah. folks, right? Who, like, kind of found a way around it. Like, yeah. Right? Like, they found a way to get to where they are now. Like, right. to make those bajillionaires. I think right. it's gonna like it's not, gonna get there, and then after that, everything is gonna be about getting up with it with this tech stuff because like this, the tech is truly gonna be the way things are, and it's like unless you can keep up with that, like you're not you're gonna not make it, and that's that is scarier to me. I'm even at this age, there are things and little dumb things that I discover every other day that be like, where the hell did that app come from? Where the hell did that like? <laughs> social media platform come up from i can't keep up with this kind of foolishness always happens yeah right or like when you're you're job searching and you're reading the details and be like what the hell is that (laughs) since when do they do that in that profession i don't understand there's a lot to this position isn't there (laughs) yes wow that wasn't what it was five years ago where did this come from there's a lot of that happening lately so my my one of my fears in the future is like not being I'm so tech savvy that I fear not being able to be tech savvy later. Yeah, I can it's hard to keep up. It's hard to keep up. It's hard to keep up especially with like things that are like trendy cuz I feel like you have yes. to be on social media all day to like know things like that. And like it's just there's no time in real life for you to be on social media all day. There is no time. So it's like, how do people do it unless you do not do anything but this? You know what I'm saying? That's true. And there's a lot of people who are just on. And you'd be like, how do you have 300 tweets in a day? It's impossible. <laughs> like, I'm, I just don't get it. Or yeah. always in the know. Yeah, that's one of my concerns of the future. But I think, I, I like what you're saying where there's a lot of self-made folks who don't have any skill sets. Yeah. And not having a skill set is scarier than anything. Yeah, and it's like it also is going to start giving a really warped perception of reality of like what people should thrive for. Like I, I remember having a conversation with a kid that was like 11 recently and I said, so what do you want to be when you grow up? And his response was a YouTube sensation. Okay, cool. I'm not right. saying that that doesn't happen. It does. But it's like the fact that that's something to actually now aspire for. I'm like, come on, you know, like. They're I don't different. Know. Well, what's interesting about that, and next time you see that child, let them know that that's a lot of work that goes into that. I, yeah, I did, because I there did is, mention that. There is, there is that, that skill set of you have to create actual content people want to like and be interested in. Right. Right? And just like a podcast, like how we do, there has to be content attached to it that's actually benefiting others and interested in others, right? That people gravitate toward. As well as the skill set of editing, putting together... Those skill sets of YouTube. But the fact that that's his new profession is not like a teacher, a firefighter. <laughs> no, but that, I did mention so that. New and it so is new and so weird to me. And I said, hey, listen, I'm not saying that you shouldn't dream for that. What I'm saying is that if that's something you're going to do, you have to take it seriously. Like people don't just, I know that's what it looks like when you watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. But those are one in a million people that randomly become famous because somebody decided to look at their video that has a million viewers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that doesn't happen all the time. Everybody else, like, it really takes a lot. And I know that you you have this perception that, like, it happens overnight. Yeah. You know what and I'm saying? We do. We do actually have that perception of it. Yeah. Like, did I send you that video, that girl, the Moo song? What do you mean? Have the, you heard the, the classroom? The cow, the cow song. The Moo <laughs> you okay. haven't seen that? No, I don't know. I'm not, I don't recall right now. I'm going to send you that and you're going to laugh. And it is an amazing, like right now trending, like YouTube and like little meme and things like that. This girl dressed up in a cow f- outfit. <laughs> okay. But people don't realize that she's an actual real artist and she made that song one day high and hungry and had ordered a terrible outfit <laughs> for her performance. <laughs> but it has blown up all over the world. And for her, she has like, well, this thing just exploded and it's everywhere. But y'all don't realize that I'm an actual artist. Like, this was me fucking around. And what y'all picked up is what I'm fucking around with. (laughs) Not my actual album. Not my actual music, which is really good. Her name is Doja Cat. Okay. And I I found that intriguing where she's like, I was bored one day and made this stupid song. It's a hot song, but it's not really what I want to be known for. It just happened. 
And that's how I think sometimes it'd be like, she's like, the internet is just so such a whirlwind of things that just happen. Yeah, but so check quickly. this out. Like, why wouldn't I now be like a really savvy 17 year old that says, yo, let's come up with a way to do something that really stands out so that people can actually pay attention to what we do. Like, then it's going to be a yeah. bunch of outlandish shit that, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not saying that it's bad, and I'm not trying to sound, make it sound like this isn't just a new way to advertise things in life, because, you know, the advertisement world changes every decade, so maybe this is just what it's going to be like for now, but it's just the fact that this is what it is, it makes me feel like, <laughs> I don't know, like, it's just going to, like, encourage fuckery, I don't know, I don't know. I get what you're saying, I got what you're saying, well, to the future, <laughs> and our future kids. I think I'm going to be, I've heard somebody say, like, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and, like, Mark Zuckerberg, don't let their kids have the internet. No, I don't know. Which, I don't know if that's fact. Yeah. Which is a little weird. I don't know if that's a fact. Because then they're not going to be able to also advance with the knowledge that their parents have. You know what I'm saying? Something along those lines. But I know that my internet will be limited. (laughs) With my child's household. Like, Like, it just limited. Like, it cuts off for the kid at some time, some point of the day. Something like that, like something. It's savvy. really hard. It's so I hard. Bet. Like I'm telling you, I used to, I used to always preach that, but like now that I actually see it and I'm like around it, it's hard You'll to be even like, control it. No, it's not because you want to chuck it to them. It's because it's like it's already there. You're like, goddamn, like you just on it. Like you just find a way to always be on this. Oh wow! And like it's like it's so consuming that you're like wow like you just want it to die you're like no charger you know what i mean like it is just the wildest thing honestly and i don't know if if this is something that we should be paying attention to because this shit is crazy it's crazy it's it's, it is it's very crazy it's an addiction beyond addiction like it's crazy which reminds me i still didn't figure out how to set up the timer that instagram apparently has on their phone now on your their app now to limit the time that you spend on there i actually looked myself but i didn't see it but then again my instagram is always outdated so don't really don't don't ask me (laughs) i might be a beta tester that might be out too often (laughs) it might be no i i'm just really bad about updating my phone whatever but go ahead no so with that being said i think it goes into a great transition because we're talking about kids and parenting and those kind of things um This is episode number what? <laughs> well, but let me let's let's recap everybody. <laughs> this is episode forty four, and last week was episode forty three. And we want to say thank you for everybody who listened to my uh, crazy ex. Um, we got a lot of great feedback on that, and thank you so much for the anonymous uh, person who submitted the story. We really appreciate that. <laughs> and shout out to my friends who actually text me, be like, "I know this story." And oh why no, do I know this story, and I'd be like, "Just enjoy it." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but right. you do. <laughs> that's funny well there you go so now you know that it was true you know what i'm saying <laughs> so that's awesome and and thank you everybody who if you ever want to submit another story to us uh we will keep your secret and it will be anonymous just hit us up at messy mondays podcast on the instagram and we'll be more than happy to share your story and shout outs to everyone following us on youtube also we've kind of got some clicks on there so i enjoy that and thank you for listening on youtube um don't forget to subscribe and share with all of your friends and today's episode i think we're gonna dive deep into something interesting i had in a conversation with a a friend recently on a face-to-face and she once we were having coffee we were having a conversation and my friend just yelled out you know my mom always said this shit was gonna happen and now look at this shit now look at me And I found that as a great opportunity to have a conversation about kind of lessons or things that we've learned from our parents that as a teenager or a kid, you were like, okay, I get it. Or like a young adult, because I think we're at adult age now, sort of. So as a young adult, you're like, all right, all right, I get it, I get it. And then you think back on it and you'll be like, you know what? They were right. (laughs) And you kind of look at your mom and be like, I get it. And you were right. you know like one of those moments you had to take bite bite your tongue and be like yes ma'am like it was okay i get it so i we asked the question we posed it but i wanted to ask you first was there anything ever where your mom or dad or grandparent anybody said to you be cautious of and then you ended up realizing 
I think I'm definitely going to admit to one of the comments that you made that they are usually right. And it's like, it's kind of like annoying. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, damn, yo, you were right. You just see what I'm saying? Like, and you don't want to admit it, but parents be right. And parents be right also when it's that friend that they don't recommend for you. Like, they be right. And like, you never want to accept that. But you know, you always know how even when you're a teenager when like friendships are like your life when you're that age you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and like your friends come over and like there's like five girls and everybody's so much, oh my god and let's go to the movies and everything is all about you guys and like you know you're so into it and then it's like your mom always says i don't like that one <laughs> you feel me and yeah. like you're like hurt because you're like no way like she doesn't know anything you know what i'm saying but it's like normally you rebel against it but one way or another that friend doesn't really end up being the one that you stick with. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just interesting. And it's like, it just goes to show that they kind of know how to read people more than you do. Because not only are they wiser, but they know you in a different way. Mm-hmm. So, like, they can see what you're not good at. So, they when they see another person could possibly take advantage of that or whatever the case is, whatever the reason is for protecting you, like, they can call it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that actually aligns with a few of our comments that we got back. So we asked on Instagram. Um, and these are the few responses that we received. One is from Wong is right, which is my homie. <laughs> he replied back. And I, the question I posed, I apologize. The question I posed was, what is something that you've learned from your parents that you later realized they were right? And his comment was, buy two pairs of pants that treat you right. Which I'm not bad at that. Okay. Your mom ever tell you you buy really good shoes? Like, you spend that money on those really good two pairs of, like, legit shoes. Or, like, all you need in life sometimes in your wardrobe is, like, three really good jackets or blouses or, like, something specific. So that's the way I see that. Buy two pairs of pants that treat you right. Okay. I'm not mad at that one. So how do you want to expand on that? Expand on that. I think it's just like about quality. So at times you have to think you have to purchase things of quality for yourself. The things that really make you feel better, right? Like so these pants that treat you right is right. pants that like make you feel good. When you're about to go into an interview, you have those interview clothes always ready. Right. You have those business clothes feel, always right. ready. You have those really good things of quality that make you feel right and take care of you. And make you look clean, sharp, whatever up there when you go into that room. But wouldn't that be also something that maybe can translate into other areas of your life or other choices that you make? I feel like that was something that could even have double meaning. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I think that the message was dope because it could mean other things, too. It can mean a lot. But I think it's about treating yourself to things that are of quality. Right. Don't be afraid of that and always have quality things. Like you have, have quality purses, those kind of things. Right. Um, another response was trust your gut. And I like that one. That's awesome advice. For sure. I have a difficult, as a Pisces, <laughs> making decisions is quite difficult. Um, and things that become a personal thing become very indecisive. But trusting my gut is something that comes pretty easily. When I feel something is maybe not the right place for me, or I just feel like, you know what, I'm not going to that. There's a reason. I just feel it in myself to not attend or not leave or not go to something or do something I don't want to. I mean, when you know, you know. And sometimes you got to believe that. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Like, you have to, like, start listening to your gut. Because you hear it. It's just that you question it. You feel me? Mm -hmm. But you just got to go for it. You just got to do it. You just got to do it. And it's like... I feel like everyone has those moments, of course, of uncertainty. And I feel like I've felt like that many times in my life. But, like, when what I hate is when I knew it and then I didn't make that move. And then Ugh. I see how much more beneficial it would have been for me to make that move. Yeah. And that's when I say to myself, don't ever do this again. Like, yeah. you know you'll be right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you got to trust that. Like, that... To me, it's like the truth. Like, you know. And that's not a skill that only one person possesses. Everybody has that. It's just that you question it. I, I do question my gut sometimes when it comes to, like, is it me being nervous? Or is it me, like, really feeling that this is something that's not for me or something I should do? 
right? Or like, I, and that's why I become like a Pisces thing kind of comes between your heart and your head, just go between it. Like, no, really the doubt fight. is the Pisces issue, it's the doubt. <laughs> that's the that real is that Pisces too. issue, yes. And that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, it. it's that whole like, yo, but what if this doesn't work? Like, it's yeah. like, you, it's like you're so analytical, it's like a problem. You know what I mean? It's just like, that happens to people. That happens to people that are smart, too. Like, they just figure things out too deep so, like, they don't ever take a risk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, another comment, and I'm going to go through some of these. One was, your friends ain't shit, <laughs> which I think we specified before. <laughs> a lot of parents have told us that. Is that, I'm sorry, is that a Dominican person? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's not like it's Dominican shit. mothers will tell you your friends ain't shit. Yeah. Like, straight up. Um to don't be, ever be jealous of what someone else has. And I think jealousy is an ugly trait at times. And you should never be jealous of anybody. I think... When is it not, though? You said at times. Well, I meant to see... At times, I say well, like when it comes out of, a, out of a person. When people display it. When people show that jealousy. Right? Like, that's... I think that's what I'm specifying. Like... You, people have behaviors of acting of jealousy. Have you ever seen like a jealous person in action? Yeah, of course. It's very ugly. It's not a pretty sight. But being jealous of other people's things or what people have, that's very like that's very unnecessary. Well, you you live your life sick. Yeah, over other people. Right, that's terrible. And I, I I at times feel really bad for people that live their lives like that because it's like yo, that's some horrible way to live. Like, truly being upset at other people's happiness is, like, a really bad thing to get upset about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, don't ever let a man make you feel like he's better than you. And this person added, Mr. Player himself, my dad, <laughs> gave me that Aww. advice. But that's true. Don't ever make someone feel, like, make a man feel better than you. Than what he, than he, like he's better than anything. And a lot of women have to, you have to learn those things that you have been in those circumstances where a relationship you're in is not for you. And so you learn for later in life. That's the type of relationship or who you are for the next relationship that comes around. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I have, I have something my dad, you just trigger something um, mm-hmm. that my dad taught me. My dad taught me that my natural hair is beautiful Aww. and that there's no such thing as good hair. And uh, he's always been a very free thinker. Like, my dad is a very creative, like, free thinker type of person. And, like, he he taught me so much in that one sentence that he just doesn't think that way. So it was mm-hmm. dope. So sometimes you learn sometimes even what thought process you would like to have by learning your parents' thought processes. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. They, they teach you that as well. Yeah, you do absorb those processes that they do. Because mm-hmm. I've caught that in myself, and I'd be like, I can't think like how my parent thought. <laughs> I won't say which parent, but like I don't want to think in that way. Like I want to be more open-minded. I want to be more free thought. I want to be be my own person and think my own way. Yeah. Um, another response was, my mom was always right about don't let anyone walk all over you and speak your mind no matter what and act like a man in the business world. Don't be a yes woman. Okay, wow. That was very direct <laughs> advice. All right. But that's true. I mean, and I guess and depending on the setting that you work in, right, and the setting that you're a part of, that can be very helpful advice right. and something to remember when you walk into those spaces. Especially Absolutely. in spaces where you're a woman of color um, and a woman of just any, any type of business or business format how to remember to remember and remind yourself not to let others to walk all over you right but then also you, you we work really hard not to be considered a bitch when it comes to those kind of things right like we want to be very enforceful we want to be very direct and all in the spaces when it comes to business but you also can't just let others walk all over you and if it comes off as a bitch i think for me it's like oh well i think that um we need to stop walking into the room thinking that people are going to walk all over us. Honestly, like I feel like one of the points that we need to come to as women that we're looking for equality is that we have to stop reminding people that we need equality. Like we need to start expecting it. So it's like, mm-hmm. 
you can't just always come go in there like with your with your fist up all the time like don't walk all over me like sometimes no one's really trying to walk all over you you know what i mean and it's mm-hmm. like i say that just because sometimes we're just so afraid of having that human reaction that we we have our guards up so strong mm-hmm. that people do think you're a bitch and it's not because you are a bitch it's because you're so ready all the time you're so ready for the defense that you're yeah. not, that all you have is the defense up the the wall up and ready prepared like to shoot out everything that comes out of your, your whatever you can think of in any statistics and any kind of aspects of it as opposed to just being and allowing things to take place in their own fashion I mean, things probably are already taking place if you just pay attention. Like, what I'm saying is just, I'm sure that that advice that was given to that young lady was appropriate at that time. And I think that's dope. And I'm sure she, like you said, you're very right. You hit the nail on the head. For that moment, it must have been super appropriate because Mm -hmm. that's what she needed to hear. That's very factual in a lot of people's circumstances. What I'm saying is that sometimes we need to also start assuming the role already as if this is something you should have been on because i feel like if we keep waiting for people to like take this step like we we not gonna get nowhere like you gotta just start coming in there like i deserve this period yeah walk already knowing that with your head up that she already got this that it's all yours right. um and this one was one of my faves and i had to ask this person to give me a little bit more details so um, they wrote, don't wash a man or woman's clothes unless you're married to them. And I said, okay, sure. I get it. Why do you like that? And then, no, but then I asked for the follow-up. Okay. <laughs> my follow-up was like, explain. And they said, my mom did this guy, dated this guy, um, and she did his laundry, and she thought they'd end up getting married. Um, and they didn't. And so she was so pissed that she warned all of us growing up to never do it. So I like that but the how long did she do the laundry? <laughs> wait, wait, how long did she do the laundry though? She didn't specify. <laughs> okay. But her mama was fed up and said, you know what? I'm going to teach my daughters. You're not going to live with the person, do their laundry, do their things. And he's not going to marry you. Or at least make you like officially his wife or some set. And I found that interesting because she was like, she wrote that she was just pissed about it and warned us to never do it. For your mom to take on something that she'd learned from dating to tell you as an adult. But is that happening to your friend now? No, no, no. That was just her advice her mom gave her growing up. Okay. But mind you, they're married to her father, their father. (laughs) So it was just an interesting kind of retrospect of everything where even as like a teenager or a young adult, you learn something and you're like, even though I'm married to someone else now, I'm still carrying this lesson on to my children and stating, don't do somebody else's laundry unless you are actually married to them. Wow, that's interesting. Very interesting. I find that, yeah, very interesting. Um, and those are just a few of our responses that have come in. I don't know, but um, I don't know how it's possible to live with a person and not do laundry together. Like, it's just, I don't, I think I don't see how equal. it's possible. I think she probably would have worded this different. And I wonder to ask, was he also doing their laundry? Because I kind of like in a relationship with if I'm doing it or they are, or he's doing it or whatever, it's kind of tit for tat. Because laundry is a bitch at times. Laundry is a bitch <laughs> at times. And it's like putting laundry away is the worst part. And there's things that are communal, like all of our towels and our sheets and our comforter. Like, those things have to be washed. It should not only be my responsibility to wash them. Why? I, we both live here. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I I also try to comprehend. Like, I respect what you're saying. I think that's like OG information. Like, don't give out mm-hmm. the milk for free. No one's ever going to buy the cow. All that. We've been hearing mm-hmm. now forever. Maybe that's, a, maybe that's what around what they're saying. Maybe, but it's just like, I just don't know how in modern day relationships, how you can coexist without sharing responsibilities at times. That's, that's all I'm saying. How do you make, so just the, this is a thought. There's some men out there who don't pick up the laundry and do it. Right? So like, what do they things. do that the women do? You know what huh? I'm saying? What do yeah. they do that the women don't? Then what's what is that? What's what's their what's their part kind of in, like not their part but without like 
What are we thinking here? There has to be a trade-off if that's the rule. Yeah. Like, what is the trade-off? Is he, like, if changing I do laundry, the oil? Are you doing, or what are you doing? <laughs> Literally. Or, but are, are you a dishes person? Like, are you always going to do the dishes? If I'm doing the laundry, your one thing is always the dishes. Do you get what I'm saying? Some like, people have that, that type of uh, understanding. You're right. Oddly enough, I think my parents have that understanding. <laughs> yeah. You have to. And now that I think exist. about it, now that I think about it, yeah. I'm telling you. I, I literally think that's what it is. I don't think I've ever seen my father pick up the laundry before. I mean, like, do the laundry. Yeah. Does that make sense? I've it seen does him make fold. Sense. I've seen him fold it because it's been sitting there and he was over it and wanted to put it away. But I've never seen him physically. I don't even know if he knows how to use it. I know he knows how to fix it. So that, that just, I, right now, this has my whole wheels spinning. I mean, I in think my head that, I think like, like there's nothing wrong with like some people taking certain assignments because it makes more sense. And I'm not like, for example, I don't tell nobody, guys, okay, between me and y'all, I don't like the way my boyfriend mops, right? So <laughs> <laughs> I take that responsibility 100% of the time. His mopping is trash. His mopping is trash, okay? That's between me and y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so like little things like that and that's not because you know he's not allowed to mop because he's a man and no it's just because some people are better at other household chores than others you know what i mean like it is what it is like it just is what it is yeah and you know what um i i cannot leave out uh, my mom my mom gave me some really good advice once um that has really driven me to a lot of levels of success in my life um, she always told me, don't ever worry about the money. Just plan for it. Plan for something. Plan for what it is that you need and want and what you're trying to accomplish. The money's going to come. Just plan it. Work on it. And the money will come on its own. And it's like, that has been able to give me a lot of confidence and a lot of decisions and things that I've made. And mm-hmm. in a way, I'm glad we're talking about this now because I almost forgot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because sometimes you go through rough patches and you're like, damn, you all I'm doing is working. All I'm doing is working. But like, I don't know. Maybe I have to remember the my own advice because that's the advice she gave me. Yeah, exactly. Mine, my mom always mentioned, reminded us that family will always be there. Yeah. Like others will come and go and things will change in your life. But your family is your family and will always be there for you. And so I found it. In certain times, especially when I live so far, you know, family is what I have. And when it comes to calling them and reaching out and having conversations and asking for help or anything, advice or anything like that, especially I've grown a lot closer to like my cousins in the past recent years. So that has been very where we even had little emotional chat moments where we're like, not to get all mushy, but I just want to let you know how I feel. And I love that feeling, that knowing those are my family members. Right. And we have connected and a bond, and they're there for me, as more than others could be. You're right. So. And very good point about when you when you move from where your family is, it makes you understand how much more important they are. Oh, yeah. yes, it does. It, it, it gives you a really big sight if you're like, I don't know these motherfuckers I'm surrounded by. I need my family to surround right. me. And you'll be like... <laughs> Preach, Lord. Preach. Like, I just don't know what I'm surrounded by, and I know my family surrounds me. So thank you for everyone who responded to our question of the day. Um, questions are always posted or either in our story or in post, my personal Instagram or show me uh, personal Instagram as well. Um, we're always posed some questions of the day to, or some topics, and we'll bring them up here. So if you have any questions, any messy stories, any comments, email us at MessyMondaysPod at gmail.com. Or follow us on Instagram at Messy Mondays Podcast, um, and also on Twitter, Messy Mondays Podcast as well. Um, and we'd love to hear some more of the lessons that you've learned from parents and your thoughts on these that people have shared for us um, on great lessons they've learned. Absolutely. And, you know, if you guys ever just want to hop in on the conversation, if you just want to talk about one topic, we do that, too. That's cool. Everything doesn't have to be, like, a really long interview. If you just want to make your your your, your peace on certain things and just want to have an open dialogue conversation, hey, we'll do that, too. For sure. And into the mess. 
that has happened in the past couple of weeks. Um, as y'all know, both of us are very big music folks. And and I like have a huge love for music. And the VMAs happened on Monday. Yeah. On yeah. a messy Monday. On a messy Monday at that. At that. Um, just a couple of comments on there. Cardi B looked gorgeous. Oh my god, a nice she snap back. Beautiful. Okay, a nice snap back. And she's I forget beautiful. how young she is. <laughs> yeah. And be like, that's why she snapped back so well. <laughs> and she was a stripper. So um, all the muscles and things like that that she's, you know, there's she's a lot a of work going on. She's a flakita. And she's a flakita, yeah. yeah. So Cardi B came out and she threw out some shots also. She did. Did you see that one where she was accepting the award? And she said something at the end. And she said, bitch. <laughs> that's basically what she said. <laughs> that's it. She made a nice pause and yeah. let out that bitch, and it was perfect. Um, which is obviously a clap back at the foolishness that is Nicki Minaj. Honestly, I okay. Since we're talking about Cardi, let me get Cardi out the way. Um, <laughs> if I had to say one of my highlights, one of my highlights. Well, first of all, a lot of my highlights were all about women on this specific MTV mm-hmm. Awards. It was like a lot of really great women that I follow were there, so that was cool. You know what oh, I'm saying? Cool. No, but you know what I mean. It's like, oh, this is a nice way to kind of catch up <laughs> and see everybody. You know what I mean? And that was awesome. Um, but um, as far as Cardi, um, yes, I think she looks very pretty. Um, I think that that red is oof, beautiful on her. Red is her color. Like, it mm-hmm. looks great on her. Her legs look good. Like, she looks good. Um, now, my thing is that, like, I always forget how uncomfortable I get when she speaks in public. I'm just like, God of mercy. <laughs> like, is it because it's too, like, close to home? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, God. Like, I'd be feeling so fucking horrible inside. I'm just like, why, Cardi? Why? Because it reminds you of too much. I don't know. Of what just is. being out there in, it's just in, weakness in the Bronx or Washington Heights. It just makes Heights. me weak. It makes me weak. Because it's like, yo, like, you can't talk like this in public, bitch. Like, <laughs> like you should know that. Can you imagine if we walked in? <laughs> I had a coworker who walked into, who literally would be like, yo, son, but let me tell you. And I'd be like, in a meeting presentation, <laughs> I thought to myself, <laughs> as and he know who he is if he listening. He'd be like, yo, son, but let me tell you, yo, this is dope, and this is fire, and blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, am I the only one? Because when we outside the room, I can talk to <laughs> I can keep up. But inside a presentation, I am like super clean cut. But I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying, she doesn't even have to be super. It's just like this certain verbiage you should use. When you on Instagram and verbiage that you use when you're like getting an award or something like it's just like sometimes I'm just like Cardi like I'm not saying I didn't think it was dope when she said Bronx bitches be popping popping exactly that I'm shit gonna was say. dope now you know no that <laughs> shit was fucking dope as fuck I, I know that it. was all yours right there I, like, I loved okay. it I was like let these fucking bitches know you feel me that's how I felt but it's with J Lo on stage and she's saying that come on now that was dope that was awesome it's just that when she be like doing her other shit I'm just like Cardi please. Please. Like it's just like I don't know. Sometimes she makes me cringe because I just don't, I want her to win so bad that it's just like please don't fuck this up right now. <laughs> I don't know. I do. I do. Unfortunately, and God forbid me. Like God forgive me, but I do worry that she's gonna say something in the wrong way, fashion that people won't get, and it might get her canceled. Yeah. Right? Like, she might get a little backlash and be like... Because there's a lot of slang and things that she still throws out there that you really don't say out in public. Yeah. Or, like, people... Like, only... Like, I know I can say that slang with you because you get it. Yeah. But if she was to say it on stage or on Instagram or whatever, it doesn't connect the same because they don't know that's how we talk. Does that make sense? It's hard for her to connect in a lot of ways, though. Like, it's too much sometimes. It makes perfect sense what you're saying. But, like, with her, it's, like, mad hard. <laughs> I don't know. Well, shout-outs to Cardi for winning. Shout-out to you. I'm, I voted for you on Twitter. <laughs> so did I. Mm-hmm. I put it in there. Um, another highlight of there was um, J-Lo. And she looks yeah. fabulous. Oh, God. And I saw what you talked about, about A-Rod just rooting for her. Oof. Because he was taking them grandpa-looking pictures. You know, when they can't look at the phone yeah. and take a picture at the same time. 
I saw that love happening. And one of my dreams is to see J-Lo, J-Lo, Celine Dion, and Mariah Carey are all performers currently in Vegas. And I need tickets to all three. I was invited to go. Damn it. And you didn't go? It's not that I didn't go. It's just that I don't know if I'm going to go. It's at the end of like this month or something September when I tell you like I love Mariah she's like everything and I know she's working on those vocals to bring them back to life but (laughs) Celine Dion has always been is like my number one all-time Vegas dream to see and J-Lo and J-Lo put on a great performance for the VMAs she did she really did it was really nice throwback and bringing Ja Rule back so I really like that and she looked gorgeous as ever oh she looks so beautiful as usual she looked beautiful um, another highlight was Nicki Minaj performing at the World Wait, Trade Center. But before you get into Nicki, because we're definitely going to get into that, I want to say one more thing about J-Lo. I liked it also because, like, it feels like she really wanted to win this award or something. Like, you feel me? Like, this is a moment for her. <laughs> like, she's been waiting for it? No, it's not that she's waiting. It's like, she feels like she finally got credit for her music. Does that make sense? And, like, you know how bad she's been wanting to do this. And, like, she got credit for it. And I'm happy for her because, like, I feel like she really wanted to be acknowledged as a singer. I think we forget J-Lo has some hits. Yeah. Like, when she was performing, I was like, oh, but this is all the shit. All yeah. of this was popping. It was. It was hits, for sure. She had hits. But I understand what you're saying. Like, she got her... I mean, she's not a Golden Globe winner. I apologize. <laughs> she's, you know, not Oscar... She doesn't have those Oscar roles at times, so maybe that is, yeah, she feels accomplished. She feels accomplished, and world. she deserves to, because she's a hardworking woman. That I will give her. Yeah. Oh, she's in everything. Yeah. Shout out to J-Lo for that beautiful performance. Um, I was confused why Nicki Minaj was performing at the World Trade Center Ground Zero, you know, where they rebuilt... Uh, World One, I think it's what it's called now. It was, it was Tower One or something like that. Tower it was, One. It was very um, pretty, though. It was beautiful. But I felt, the first thing that came to mind is that, is she performing Ground Zero? Okay. Somebody approved the situation. And I was like, all right. But she did a well job. It was nice. It was cute. It was pretty. Um, And lastly, Madonna was another highlight. Low light? (laughs) Not highlight. I was was just like, what does Madonna have on her head? First of all, like I'm so sick of people who are mad right. fucking famous to get away with shit like this. Why is it just because this bitch is famous that she can walk around with fucking twigs on her fucking hair and we're going to be like, but she's Madonna. Guys, like that's odd. Like she looked odd. And it's like, why is everyone acting like this is not odd? And it was a bootleg Erica Badu looking ass. <laughs> I didn't understand. I did I not didn't understand get it either. And I did not understand when she started talking about that she was like poor and she wanted people to know that. I was like, what exactly is this about? Like, I thought they were going to talk about like human rights. Like, I was just like, <laughs> is this a political thing now? And then no, I was she- like, this is for Aretha Franklin? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't anybody ever invite Mar- uh, Madonna. To talk about anybody. Especially people of caliber of Aretha Franklin. Like, you were out here. What? And I understand MTV. She died two days before the show. And so you only can do what you can. But all you needed to do was leave a picture and have the music playing in the background. And we would have all been satisfied. And that would have been understood. That's <laughs> Why story. was that the go-to thing to do <laughs> if we only got two days? Let's get Madonna <laughs> out in this bitch. How did that work out? What? <laughs> it was insane and a waste of all of our time. Because the story was more about herself. The story was ab- not more about. <laughs> it was about, about her. Us. <laughs> it was about her. It was, I didn't know that, Madonna. Thank you. Eight minutes of nothing. Eight minutes of absolutely nothing. So never again is Madonna to be invited anywhere where there is a tribute or remembrance of someone. Yeah, but that fucking real life movie that they're going to make about Madonna's life, I'm totally going to watch. That shit's going to be so fucking good. Because Uh, just like J-Lo, Madonna got the hits. Madonna's Madonna, though. She said it best. She said, bitch, I'm Madonna. You right. You are right. <laughs> Madonna has 
Listen, I'm a lover of 80s music. I love a good, like, Madonna Borderline to come on or Holiday to come on. <laughs> like, I am an 80s fanatic. Like, so I love it, but don't ever request or invite Madonna to anything to speak at ever. And she was also a very iconic trendsetter. Like, who didn't want to look like Madonna? You know what I'm saying? Like, she had the look that people still replicate till today when they want to do 80s. Like, I would love to be Madonna for Halloween. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, her look was so cute. So cute. So cute. So, shout outs to any other highlight and lowlights of the VMAs. The VMAs for me, I didn't know anybody performing, barely. Or like, but there was like people on the talent. red carpet. Cool. I didn't. People on the carpet. I didn't get. Yes, there's some like, Jesse Reyes performing. I Ooh, loved it because loved I loved it. her. Love her. Um, Sean Mendes, I know because I love Sean Mendes' song. I love some pop music. Yeah, that's a little too poppy for my um, taste. But he's Panic a, he's at the talented. Disco. Yeah, Panic at the Disco performing. I love them. Oh, heart, heart, <laughs> heart, and more heart. God, I'm obsessed. <laughs> Um, so there were some really, I don't remember anybody else who performed, but I didn't watch Post Malone. I still don't understand Post, the, the, I don't understand Post Malone. And the I understand Aeros, people the like Aerosmith him. The moment was dope. I'm not I sure it, it should have been wasted on him. Don't take this the <laughs> wrong way, guys. Like, I'm sure he's dope to everyone that loves him because people clearly love him. And his hits be good. I'm not saying his hits don't be good. But it's just like, um, I'm not sure if this specific moment was for this guy. Like, why him? <laughs> dude, like, this is like rock and roll. Like, yeah. these guys <laughs> are rock and roll. Like, if you think of anything of us when we were growing up, what the hell's an example of rock and roll? Because we were kids and these are like, they were like already old. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's what the rock and roll guys look like. You feel me? So it's like, they are rock and roll to us. And it's like, I don't think that that should have been. Come on, Aerosmith. He wasted it on Post Malone. Um, I can't think of any other performances that happened or people who stood out off the top of my head. But overall, I think also I've grown out of the MTV. Yeah, yeah. it's for teenagers. It's, it's for teenagers. not. I remember back in the day when you get excited about the the VMA isn't even the same anymore. I mean, no, but give you know what it is is that it's meant for teenagers and it's like we're just a little older, true. so it's like I'm sure that the younger generation really thinks it's awesome, just like we used to think it was awesome when we were like young. So I, that's what I, I that's when I kind of just let it go. I'm like, this is clearly marketing to a younger audience. Yeah, because everyone hosting was like a social media person. Yeah, or like right. Jersey Shore people. Right. By the way. Don't sleep on the Jersey Shore reunion. (laughs) (laughs) I have been watching it on demand. The one in Miami? Yes. And this season. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Because what I realized is, and I think I've said this before, you got to remember, they're our age. Right. They are full grown adults with children and married. But that also goes to show that we're still pretty fucking young. <laughs> a lot of the shit they do, we'd be like, well, but I get it. when you watch it, like, <laughs> when you watch it, you're like, oh, I get it. Because they're not, like, super, super immature because they're having, like, real-ass dialogue now. Like, they're really having real-ass conversations with each other. Yeah. And it's very, like, like, yeah, like, I would say the same shit or, like, I've been in that same situation. Like, it's very different because before they were focusing on partying only yeah. and now they're focused on their actual friendships and relationships with each other. Yeah. And I like that because they all fell apart. They all, full, you know, they all yeah, had yeah. fights and issues and one's going to jail and whatever. And So what's the explanation on Sam? Because I never really understood because I didn't really pay attention to the transition. How, how did they get Sam out of this equation? She, no, she decided not to because Ronnie's going to be there. And she, I think they had a really bad, volatile relationship that she doesn't want to be around him. I mean, it looked like it was a bad relationship on TV. But then again, you know how TV is, but it looked the no, Apparently, in real life, it is. And then if you see, like, I, you know, I follow a bunch of foolishness. But in the past couple of months, Ronnie's been in the news between him and his girlfriend, like, legit fights and them getting arrested and like baby in the car and she's swinging the car to hit him with the car like he is a mess he is a mess so you could tell it's really volatile and then you can be like ah that's why she don't want to be around you (laughs) and a lot of the cast members oddly enough in real apparently like people say that a lot of the cast members don't want to be around him in general but they are doing the show 
you know, because they care, obviously, but they don't really, like, keep in touch as it is. Wow. Especially with him. Like, him and, what's the other one's name? That The, the DJ? DJ Polly. Polly. Yeah. They live in the same city and don't see each other. He purposely avoids him. Wow. Like, that can, that's what people really, like, say. They just don't see each other. So, very interesting. Don't sleep on the Jersey Shore. But they shouldn't have been hosting the red carpet. Just saying. They're I not hosts. I think, once again, for the demographic, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, felt, I felt that way. I felt like this is a younger show, which is, which is fine, and I'm not even mad at it. It's just that MTV is still doing it, though. Like, and they're still doing this forever. And like, they've, been, they've still been able to get this hype after such a long time. So that, that's cool. Yeah, because we all were excited to watch it, because we also just want to see what happens. Something always happens there, and look at what Madonna did. So, that was that. Um, And then lastly, last night was interesting online because some fool in Atlanta decided to be drunk as hell on $2,000 seats and got on stage at the Beyonce and Jay-Z concert on physical stage. He's got a little mama. He did a little mama and <laughs> ran up on Beyonce and Jay-Z from behind. Wow, that's And if you haven't scary. seen the video, it's all over the place. But shout outs to the dancers who beat his ass. <laughs> Someone is getting fired. That's Someone. That's the whole bodyguard team. Like, that's wild. But he strolled on too easily. If you've seen that video, he like, it's like me and you just going up the stairs. To go to the bathroom. Like, it was that simple. But you see that sometimes when people act so calm, they can get away with shit. <laughs> because it's like, <laughs> no one thinks anything is wrong with what he's doing. But, which which reminds me of, like, I've gotten, like, terrible seats at a concert. Like, bleed, like, nosebleeds. And had made it all the way down to, like, you know, the level before the floor. <laughs> That's amazing. Just because you worked. act like you belong there. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Because I have my soda in my hands or my popcorn. And I'm just like, Broop down to the bottom so it's easy to make yourself seen like like you belong but for him to actually make it onto that stage so smoothly and easily was pretty scary but shout outs to b and j they're good wow. they didn't get touched no nah, but <laughs> it's that's a scary uncomfortable. world out there. that's uncomfortable but imagine like the, the 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 concert fans watching this like having no idea what's happening because you expect such of like you know routine kind of performance of things they're like things to end normally and then if you watch that video you're just watching the dancers swarm and run like something's happening you know what I mean? which something is happening but that can be like a scary thought especially in an, like a tight space arena i think that that was a really scary moment for jay-z and beyonce very scary honestly because like you don't know what that person at has. the end of the day they're human so it's like you can only imagine like yo they got to us like, their whole Oof. life, all they do is, like, protect themselves from everybody. And it's like, they got to us. That's yeah. a terrible feeling. That's very terrible. So, uh, that fan is the idiot of the week. <laughs> we have a category. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he was very drunk. That's what the news outlet said. But. Hold on. So, is this cocksucker of the week thing real? Or that was just this bitch talking shit? So, she gave the first time cocksucker of the week to Travis Scott himself. Um, because she did say something about, you know, his ticket sales for like, or his ticket sales for his concert and his sweaters all go towards the cost of an album. Right. She's being super petty. So she's mad about that, but she was doing the same thing. And now she canceled her concert or rescheduled it. Um, and she does do it. I don't listen to the radio show that she has, but you know, Twitter and Instagram always fill you in afterwards. But she gave those awards away. <laughs> so then she did give it to Charlemagne or no? No, she never gave it to him. She said, I forgot what she said, but she never gave it to him. Because I think she knows he was right. Because what he said was facts. Like, just be happy with what you have as number two. Because you've previously had number two in your old album. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. She's just going through an emotional time right now. I'm not sure why, like, she's going through an emotional time. She has so many reasons to be positive right now. Like, I don't understand. Amazing reasons to be positive. I don't Mm. understand. I don't either. And shout-outs to our... I think we shouted her out before, but I can't just 
I'm so happy for her, for Cadence, who has yeah. that song on Ariana Grande's album. Yeah, and absolutely. Every album, I, the, the album's not bad. It's really good. Her song is dope. Um, and shout outs to her. And listen to that old episode 23, I believe it is. 23. Y'all know I'm not good with numbers, but y'all can find it. Nah, but it's definitely 23 because I remember that it felt like Jordan or something. Like we said yes. something like that. Yeah, that's what I remember. And we titled it Year of the Woman. Yeah. So look at that. Look at everything's going there. It's all going really beautiful for her. I love it. Speaking of things going beautiful, guys, we have really exciting news. Yay. Oh my god, how like, happy am I to say I, Okay, I have two announcements to make One is that Marley's coming to Miami <laughs> oh I'm my super god. excited about that How exciting I haven't been home in a year and change Wow May 2017 Wow So, it's been some time, folks I mean, I've seen my parents and my sisters, thankfully My sister since then But May 2017 was the last time I was uh, back home. So I'm excited. Super exciting. I'm sure you must be anxious as well as happy and looking forward to it. And very, very cool. And I'm sure that everyone is super excited to receive you. I know I am. And I know (laughs) that I'm definitely excited to say that because we're both going to be in town at the same time. We're going to have a little brunch and podcast celebration. Yay. Yes, sir. And it's going to be at our house, Wynwood. Um, it's going to be taking place on September the 8th, um, which is a Saturday. It's going to be a little day party that starts at 1 and ends at 6. And you're going to be able to network. You're going to be able to like chit-chat with others. You're going to meet a bunch of our past guests. You're going to be able to even build with other people that I've met in other social networking environments. Because I really want not only for you guys to have a good time, but I want everyone to find value in each other as well because we are all about cross-promoting. So um, everyone is welcome to come. Bring your business cards. Bring all, all the ways you can connect with others. I'm excited for this. I'm excited to be home and brunch like real brunches do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no shade to Seattle. I know I'll be missing out on the brunches here, but a Miami brunch is like no other. A Wynwood brunch is like no other. And I'm yes. excited and happy. Thank you to our house. Uh, this brunch is always popping. Number one Miami brunch spot, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the new to Miami the, Times. Yeah. yeah. So shout outs to them. So I'm excited for the food, uh, some drinks, some bubbly in my life. And I hope the sun is out 100%. I need all the sun to soak up. Y'all know how I feel about the weather. But the, yes, but the good thing is <laughs> there's an indoor and an outdoor. So if it's raining, ooh, ooh. there's still an indoor, which will be at the mm-hmm. <laughs> You will. So Saturday, September 28th from 1 to 6. No, September the 8th, oh, girl. the 8th. <laughs> Acting like I'm staying, living there for a month. No, are you? Don't lie. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> September 8th. Yes. Come hang with us. Come eat with us. Come toast with us. Because we also are going to be toasting to a one-year anniversary of the podcast. Yes. We have made it a full year. Full, what's it called? Around the sun? 365? <laughs> no? Something. Oh, Something okay. goes around the sun or we go around the sun. Something happens there some way. But science. Says the girl that follows the crystals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm having but, a moment. But we're going to celebrate also our one year anniversary of the podcast and you guys listening, you guys supporting, you guys being there for us. So I'm super excited about this. I'm hyped. It's going to be so awesome. y'all come out. Please RSVP, guys, on Eventbrite. You're going to see us posting it, but uh, if you want to search for it on Eventbrite, look for it just like this. It's called Brunch and Podcast, just like that. Brunch and Podcast. And it's not the word and, is the symbol. So brunch and podcast. Okay, guys? And just RSVP. I'm super excited. We might have something special, right? Yeah, we might have some. We don't want to give it all away right now, but some of you guys may be going home with some stuff. Ooh. Just want to put it out there. Hopefully, I get to take some with me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm excited. Don't forget, September 8th. Saturday, mm-hmm. 1 to 6, Our House Winwood. Come out there, brunch with us, toast with us, drink with your us, party with us. Um, and welcome me home 
for some time. Hey that's now. That's what that really is. That's what I'm talking about. Where's Coral Springs at? Okay. <laughs> I've heard there's been some changes and I'm excited to come out and see them. Oh, so. man. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm excited for this. And again, as always, um, if you enjoy this episode, don't forget to subscribe, share, comment. Uh, emails or us any of your messy stories or anything like that on messymondayspod at gmail.com follow us on instagram at messymondayspodcast (laughs) also on twitter at messymondayspod you can follow me on instagram and everything else it's under love l-u-v marley underscore and you can follow show me on s-h-o-m-i underscore e-n-t that's s-h-o-m-i underscore e-n-t And this was fun. So thank you guys for listening and have a fantastic Monday. See you guys on the 8th. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Marr.